Greetings and Yahweh Skano. I'm thankful you're well. You're listening to Gaino. If you're tuning in for the first time today, Gaino is a Onondawaka, a Seneca word for music or song. I'm your host, Brett Maybe, and each week we take a listen to some amazing music from different indigenous artists from across Turtle Island. For the next hour, you're invited to enjoy the chat and the tunes. Today's episode is pretty monumental for a couple of different reasons. For starters, it's Guy Note's first dedicated hip-hop show. It's long overdue. And whoa, 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 before you touch that dial, you know, just hear me out. I don't think we can ignore any longer the fact that hip-hop is for a good percentage of indigenous youth across various communities, very much a part of the mainstream. And I might add that I have for a long time uh, really been disappointed with the bias that uh, systemically seems to be there for hip-hop. It is just as much an art form as anything else, and just like any other art form, there is good and bad within that, and of course, uh, this show is all about playing the best that there is out there right now. So with that being said, it's not going to become a hip-hop show, but I do think that slow integration is kind of important, especially, again, uh, when part of the show's mission is for the youth to be able to identify and hopefully see some relevance uh, for both the traditional and the modern world. I don't feel like we have to pick or choose anymore. So with that being said, that's one reason why today's show is such a big deal. And second of all, and perhaps not so coincidentally, it's so fantastic that I get to time it out with Network Television's very first show written by and for the indigenous audience. Of course, I'm talking about FX and Hulu's Reservation Dogs, and the fact that it took until 2021 to get a show like this uh, really speaks volumes, and again, uh, kind of puts into perspective a lot of the work that I feel like all of us in the indigenous entertainment industry are, are really all about. So no better way to celebrate these two very monumental things than by bringing on everybody's favorite deadbeat rapper dad, Mr. Greasy Frybread, Greasy Greasy Frybread himself, Pumpkin Lusty, a.k.a. Stenjati. He's my featured guest today. Looking forward to an insightful chat with an incredible artist. And contrary to what you see in the television show, I can attest to the fact that Stenjati is a dedicated, hardworking father and husband as well. So, as stereotypes aside, enjoy the music. Kicking things off is Stenjati's All I Know is released earlier in 2021. Turn it up and sing along. You're listening to Gaino. Sweat dripping down the face, working stove top. Yeah. Stenjati. TMG. Front room recordings Cause all I know is And all I know is But all I know is All I know is All I know is Me Cause all I know is And all I know is But all I know is All I know is All I know is Me Cause all I know is and all I know is, well, all I know is, all I know is, all I know is, me. All I know is the struggle, staying grateful, trying to make it. All I know is it's not giving, boy, you gotta take it. The risk to reward, 
Yeah, you gotta waste it. Drinking on the finest wines, now nah, I ain't never tasted. No extraordinary life living. It's pretty basic. Family and kids, a few fighting cases. Staying true to the image in my mirror, had to face it. I still get it how I live and had to chase it. My grandfather said time is precious, don't waste it. Like getting wasted, mixed with impatience. Sit jotted, no abbreviations. Born to a world full of tragic situations. Had to overcome with each generation. Growing out the crack in the movie, full of payment. I'm sorry, I don't know how else to say this. Cause all I know is, and all I know is, but all I know is, all I know is, all I know is, me. Cause all I know is, and all I know is, well all I know is, all I know is, all I know is, me. All I know is life is really not simple. All I know is I feel safer with a pistol. All I know is I'm gonna protect what's mine. And I ain't worried about your fake rhymes. This I seen the people I lost The gains I gained, the price it cost Like the hell with them, did it anyway And I don't wanna hear a damn thing they gotta say Cause the truth I carry, the road I walk A whole lot of action, not a lot of talk Been to hell, see some angels on the run I've been to heaven, seen a demon having fun Ain't nothing changed, we on a repeat Brainwash, why they hoping for a retweet? Caption reads, a native trying to get it. Years ago I told him, now they see I did it. Cause all I know is. All I know is a single released in 2021. Now legendary Stan Jotty. To some, he might seem like an overnight success, but if you've been following the scene, you'll know that there's been nobody out there grinding harder than Stan Jotty of the Muskogee Creek Nation. Uh, we're going to talk about reservation dogs. Uh, we're going to talk about greasy fry bread. We're going to talk about a whole lot, including why this show is so important to me today. Good day to you, Stan Jotty. How you doing today, brother? Uh, our Bika stomp grounds of my people are and uh, I'm Soggy clan tiger clan and uh, hello how are you doing Sinjati's what they call me man I'm from the Muskogee Creek Nation of Oklahoma and uh, y'all Punk and Lusty from Reservation Dog. What's going on, my That's people? Right. You know, initially, I kind of want to get mad at you. Uh, you know, why the hell did you disappoint, Barry? You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if you're getting any messages or anything like that already, but uh, what an iconic performance. And, and we can talk a little bit more about Reservation Dogs in just a few. Um, I, I guess first, uh, let's just get a little bit of background on uh, how long you've been at it and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, I don't know, man. I've, I've been, uh, you know, if, if you follow me, if you know who I am, um, if you don't, um, I, I, I came from a pretty, you know, rough childhood. I mean, my dad and my mom were around together for a while, and then my dad kind of had to do his thing. Um, you know, we, we still have a great relationship to this day now and everything. I mean, we didn't, we didn't there for a while, but, you know, everything comes around, and, uh, you know, I love my pops, but, you know, around that time, man, I kind of got into the streets and the, the bad decision making with friends and homies. And, and um, I also got into tattoos and music. And those two things were kind of a part of my life ever since I started messing around with it. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, the universe just kind of tried to sprinkle that, hey, kid, this is what you should be doing throughout my whole, uh, you know, young adult life into sure. today. I mean, uh, and I've been at it a pretty long time because I'm about, about 13, 14 years old. Um, I've been putting little tapes together. I mean, back then it was it was uh, cassette tapes, man. And, <laughs> you know, and then it moved to the CDs and you were you were kind of uh, selling CDs at Walmart and powwows and parties and wherever you could. I, you know, I worked at every fast food restaurant you could probably think of, man. And, you know, um, I went through a lot of stuff and music and tattoos have always been something that I've always felt very passionate about and they kind of go together with each other. Mm. I've been doing it a while, dude, and finally got that chance, man, that somebody's seen that hard work over the years, you know. Um, it's, it's, it's definitely been a grind and, and, a, and a test to how bad I want it, you know, a, a test of my dreams and, and, and sacrificing as well as my family sacrificing for my dreams too. Sure. And, uh, you know, my wife definitely probably made way more sacrifices than I have for this dream. Without that, I probably wouldn't be where I am today. I'd probably be dead or in prison or something, man, just to be honest. If I didn't if I didn't listen to the universe and do what it kept on throwing at me, yeah, and now, now we're here, man. I mean, it's, it's kind of crazy, and it's awesome, and I'm just humbled and grateful and thankful to just be a part of you know, res dogs and just my music finally being, you know, heard and noticed. And, you know, for the, for the fans that's been there for years, you know, they're hardcore, man. They, they know how it's been and they've listened to the stories in my music. It's pretty much all autobiographical, man. You know, where this is just me, you know, just kind of breaking those stereotypes over the years. Well, uh, that's something that I, I definitely want to continue to uh, dive into throughout this conversation today. Getting into this next block, the, the song that's going to be kicking it off is Res Dreams. Uh, it is from Reservation Dogs. It's specifically featured in episode two of the Indian Clinic. Uh, but I, I guess let's let's talk a little bit about you know, smashing stereotypes. And, you know, we're in 2021, Stanjati. And it it took up until now, this year, for a show to be made by Indigenous people for Indigenous Mm -hmm. people. Um, Well, let's talk about this single. And then when we come back, we can talk more about what the show is doing for Indigenous communities. So, Res Dreams, let's start right there. Yeah, man, Res Dreams. um, I wrote this song before I even knew about the show to be honest i just thought that i wanted it was really after oklahoma had got the supreme court decision on uh on the reservation boundaries mcgirt versus oklahoma state and and the supreme court you know sided with us and reinstated and acknowledged uh the original reservation boundary lines and land and this is a big thing so when that happened um, I was always teased from outside of Oklahoma, and I bet a lot of natives from Oklahoma kind of understand where we kind of come from, where, I, where I'm coming from in my perspective is that, you know, uh, we grew up on the res too. Yeah. And, and it's not necessarily the reservation, you know, because it was called a town name now, you know, mm-hmm. but um, originally it was all Muskogee Creek res, you know, and, uh, 
you know, without me knowing and understanding the ins and outs of the legal, the legal way until I'm older now, I just realized that, you know, yo, I grew up having res dreams, man. A kid that wanted to get up out of there or, you know, a kid that wanted to try to get away from the, the things and have some something in his life to aspire to be and, and to aspire to do something. And, and that's kind of what this song is. It tells the story of me, you know, coming up in Oklahoma and, and, and wanting something for myself and uh, just having those res dreams as a kid, you know, you, you know, we all have them. We want to be basketball stars. We want to be football stars. We want to be rock band lead singers. We want to, you know, we want to be that rap star and, and, you know, or maybe we want to be that doctor or that lawyer, you know, and, and that's the thing, man. It's like, it's time for us to see ourselves in that light and, and become our own heroes. And that's what this song's about, man, being, being our own hero, you know, and, and rising above the, the stereotypes, rising above the, uh, the circumstances that we're, we're just kind of born into, man. You hit on a whole lot of depth with uh, your statement right there, and uh, it obviously features in with the overarching theme. Uh, right at the beginning of Reservation Dogs, these kids have dreams of getting off the res, going out to California, so it ties in with that. But what makes yeah. it so relatable is that we've all been there, and up until 2021, it's been hard for us to see ourselves as that because of that lack of representation, and that's getting to the bulk of what today's conversation is about. We're finally able to see see ourselves in those positions in those kinds of scenarios and you know i there's nobody better to have this conversation with than you today stanjati we're going to get into the tunes right now we're going to come back and really get into the meat of this in just a few now for listeners out there looking ahead to the remainder of today's show got some frank wong coming up also i have one from mato that's going to tie in our reservation dogs conversation also some stoic turn it up and sing along with res dreams on today's very special edition of Gaina. I had to get it on my own since I was 13, had a few rest dreams, had to dig deep, had to find a warrior within me, yeah, yeah, the bottom where I come from, so I know what the struggle like, obstacles I've overcome, living a troubled life, yeah. Everything we go through, we supposed to, it's just a part of life, yeah. Everyone who meets you, you're supposed to, wrong or right, yeah. Every day's another day to build a better you and a better life, yeah. We all slip and fall, we all stumble backwards in search for the light, yeah. I've been through some very bad days, had more than a few bad nights. Had to hold on even when I want to let it all go Just to see if I could fly I felt so lost, couldn't find my way I felt I was stuck in a maze On my own creation, lack of the patience With a mirror in my face, yeah I had to get it on my own since I was 13 Had a few rest dreams Had to dig deep, had to find a warrior within me Yeah, yeah, the bottom where I come from what the struggle like obstacles i've overcome living a troubled life yeah no blame in the game players gonna play and them haters gonna hate yeah you could try to relate maybe you can or maybe you can't yeah you can get it he can get it she can get it but who really really 
wanted more, here's the thing. I'ma try to run it down up. Truly get my people out the mud. I put it on my name. Smudge in the wind, prayers go up, tobacco down. Missing again, photos go up, but we never hear sound. I came a long way, too far to turn back now, can't sit and do nothing. Voice of the seventh generation, time to stand up and really say something. Yeah. I had to get it on my own since I was 13, had a few rest dreams. Had to dig deep, had to find a warrior within me, yeah, yeah. The bottom where I come from, so I know what the struggle like. Obstacles I've overcome, living the trouble life, yeah. Punkin, you can't surprise a kid you haven't seen in two years. You know, it's not like you've been at war or something. I am at war. Culture war. Chief on phone and mic. Bill Crosby. Bill Crosby. Who locked the house? Who locked the house? That's why you want it. 
blood, thick skin, thick Collaboration does not equal appropriation. Featuring Tanya Tagok, that's the hallucination winding down that block on today's listening of Gyno. If you're just now tuning in, I'm your host, Brett Maybe, and of course, I have an important conversation going on with Stenjati Punk and Lusty from Episode 4 of Reservation Dogs. Of course, uh, we were... T- we were talking a little bit more about uh, the songs that he has featured throughout the show, uh, but we really started to touch on a whole lot more. Uh, seeing ourselves in pop culture, seeing ourselves as being able to be doctors and lawyers or scientists and all of these things that we, in our minds, psychologically, there's been a little bit of a disconnect because of some of the systemic stuff. And today's conversation, once again, if you're just not tuning in, is so important to me because for a number of years I've been wanting to talk about um, the need to integrate hip-hop more into the mainstream especially as it relates to the Native American scene, because we have to be honest right now. Hip-hop is mainstream to indigenous youth, and I think there's this older tendency from people who might have been a little bit more conditioned by the system to not see or to not think that hip-hop or that urban culture has any place on territory. And I I guess, you know, I I don't want to talk too, too much because I have a tendency to do that as well. But Stenjati, let me just um, let me just throw out a little bit of a story to kind of illustrate what I was saying, and and then we can really get into this. So uh, a number of years ago, I was playing with an elder and 
our community. I love, I respect him, uh, but I, I completely disagreed with him on this particular day. I'm there, and a lot of the music that we're playing is old country-style music, cowboy hat country-style stuff. And <clears throat> he got really impassioned at one point. He says, you know what, that hip-hop, that has no place here on territory. And I just couldn't help but thinking about the ironies of playing country music and having somebody yeah. say that this doesn't have a place. Now, right now, we're taking a survey of 2021. What is your sense of, of what's going on right now? So so for indigenous youth, um, we are in a society where pop music and hip-hop music kind of run the the mainstream uh, outlet, no matter where you're looking from TV shows to, to everything. Um, the thing is with, with hip hop and native hip hop and, and the reason why it, it does have a place in our communities is because um, if you are a fan of hip hop and you know where hip hop came from, it came from the struggles in New York, dealing with police brutalities and gangs, and trying to combat that with a musical and a musical get together to squash the beef, to to up uplift the youth into something better than prison or drugs, and and simply put, we're I mean that is us right now. And if if they if they understood what hip hop was and just didn't see what you know the last maybe fifteen years of what rap music is. And they understand where it actually came from and what the reasonings behind rap music were created for, then they would understand that it's definitely an indigenous uh, genre of music because it is all about the struggles of our communities. It is highlighting issues that plague our people from missing and murdered indigenous women to the teen suicide to drug and alcohol abuse to diabetes and uh, unhealthy foods. I mean, a lot of my music touches on these things. And um, without hip-hop, I would probably be dead or in prison right now because uh, that was an outlet for me. And, and, and if you're telling youth that it doesn't belong to, in their community, or it, it, you know, that's just ridiculous because what you're doing now is you're just closing that youth mind and their their horizons on what they feel they are as an individual and at the end of the day you know they feel even more lonely right. and and it's just that's the issue is that we are stuck as native people and we always have been just like your story about the guy with the cowboy hat and and, and the cowboy music and and saying that hip-hop doesn't belong in indigenous communities and it's like Hold on a minute, man. Like, that's the point, is that if he didn't have the white Western cowboy music to lean on, what would he be doing with his life? And that's, that's the thing. It's, um, it, it's definitely our story. We're definitely the, the, the difference of us is, is in indigenous hip-hop, I don't necessarily look at uh, indigenous hip-hop as a competitive hip-hop, which... Hip hop has always been a competitive sport, if that's what you want to say. Battle raps and 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 beef songs, and I do it bigger and better than you. Um, egotistical driven uh, type of music. Um, that's what 
what I'm starting to see in indigenous hip hop is that we're not necessarily those type of dudes or or women, right. you know, or just individuals. We we want to collaborate with each other. We want to do music with each other. We want to see other indigenous rappers and other uh, R&B singers and, and just other indigenous musicians, period, rise. And we want to collaborate with each other. We want to uh, do uh, cross genres from electrical powwow music, like, you know, uh, Tribe Called Red or Hallucination, now they are, and to all the way to, uh, you know, jam rock bands and stuff, man. Like, it's it. that's the point, is to give our indigenous youth to see themselves out there and to give them hope that they can do anything they want. And no matter the past and no matter how many family members you see around you that may have not did anything with their lives, doesn't mean you can't do something with yours. And, and that, that's what we're trying to grow with this, um, with my music I am uh, and, and the story I'm trying to tell. And, you know, I might not be, I might be the only one. I, I doubt it. A lot of people can relate to that way of thinking especially other artists that I know personally. And, um, you know, uh, and I can see it. I've seen it at the NAMIs. You know, at one time, the NAMIs didn't want to have hip-hop there because they had an issue with a couple of artists that got into it during the NAMIs one year. And so, you know, turn around, and now it's grown into this where we're embracing each other. Yeah. We're creating music together. We're shaking hands, and we're, we're uh, appreciating each other's hard work. You know, um, and, and, and you know, we're recognizing each other, man. And that is what makes us a little bit different in the hip-hop game than the rest of the mainstream. And I think that's the type of misconceptions that I'm trying to squash. So, yeah, man. I think that really highlights um, where we're different, not just in hip-hop, although I do think that you're you're spot on there but in the art and music scene altogether that representation has not been there so much that you know right. now now that it's actually here you know there is a, a lot of that spirit of camaraderie and like man it's great to see your hard work paying off yeah you too you know and and we seem to be having this conversation a lot more now you know it it never ceases to amaze me even the ways that sometimes we perpetuate some of these colonial um prejudices and whatnot without even thinking about it as a quick example of that um, I was recently having a conversation with my eight-year-old and, you know, there's still a disconnect in my mind or, or at least what was related to me, again, from an elder who meant well. But, uh, you know, I remember having a conversation with her at one point and she says, well, you have to think about what you want your kids to be when they grow up. Do you want them to be cultural bears or do you want them to, you know, learn the white ways and go and be a scientist or, or do things in that route? Because that will determine the kind of school that you send them to. And so I found myself having this same kind of conversation with my kid. There's a choice that we have to make. Are we going to send him here or are we going to send him here? So I asked him, and I, I related that to him. And he says, well, you know, I think I'd rather stay at the school that I'm at right now because I want to be a scientist someday. And I started, like, hitting myself on the head, like, man, you're dumb. Like, why did you, you know, it, it didn't go as I expected. And so then I revisited it. I was, and I had to hold up, and I was like, you know what, damn it, wait a minute. 
we were scientists. You know, the invention yeah. of corn is not some kind of fluke. You know, all being yeah. able to uh, live in diverse ecosystems is not an accident. We were scientific right. people. Architectures and architects and buildings it, and structures yeah. and man, yeah, it's insane. You like, know, I totally dig it. And that's exactly what I mean. Like, we unknowingly just sometimes spit some of that back out. And again, I, I think it highlights why this conversation means so much to me today, because we do need to bridge those gaps. We do need to make our youth feel that they are included, because if they're if they're going to have to choose between the modern life and, and the traditional life, a lot of times, you know, we need we need to be the ones to highlight why the traditional life can still be relevant in the modern world. And you're doing that you know, as well. And that's the thing I think, I think a lot of it, like just being, just being 38 years old and coming from a urban community or, you know, a modern community and not really being engulfed in my indigenous people until later in my life. Yeah. I can tell you this, that, you know, indigenous people will always sit on both sides, man. Mm. There is no choice. There, I mean, there is, but there isn't, right. right? Like, we're always going to be us in this world yeah. that we live in now. It's never going to be, again, the way it was. I mean, no matter how many prayers we we, we throw in the air, man, and how much tobacco we put down, man, we still have to uh, live this life that we are given. And, and uh, at the end of the day, um, to have faith in your children— that they can live in both ways, mm. man. That's the thing. It's have faith in them as a human and a soul that will take what you teach them to heart and still be who they want to be. You know, I want the elders to understand that. And and I will sit and listen to elders and keep my mouth shut all day long. I won't I will just listen. And but when it's time for me to talk, I will say the things that I feel to my heart are better for the next generation and some may believe or may not believe in the seventh generation but this is where it's coming from mm. we we are the seventh fire whether this whether my age group is sparking the fire and my kids will continue to burn the fire but this is it it's 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 the time where you know sometimes we have to listen to the youth in this in this prophecy man and and that it's time to rise above those stipulations that we can't rise in, in both ways, where we are spiritually connected to our creator and our people and our ways. And at the same time, we go to work and we, we, we practice medicine or we practice law or we're rappers or we're a rock band. You know, um, it's time to actually bring those traditions to the mainstream in your music or in your life or in your professional life, if that's the case, you know, smudge your office. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. it's time to start doing these things that we're going to have to if we want to continue to give our children hope. You can't just squash a dream and give them no choice or, or tell them you they, they have only one or two choices. Mm -hmm. Like, that is a definitely a common way to think about things if, if you know, it's like, do you want to vote Republican or Democrat? You only have two choices, and you can't do that because at the end of the day, then you're stuck with that choice, and now you got to live with it. And it's like, you know, why can't I be both? 
Why can't I do this? Because that's what we have been doing since 1492, man. Oh, yeah. We've been living both, and we're, we're going to have to. I mean, without radio and iPhones, we wouldn't even be having this conversation to reach anybody right now. Yeah. So we have to we have to embrace that, and 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 we have to do it in a good way and bring our energy to it, bring our ways to it, and make it our way. I mean, fry bread isn't a traditional indigenous food, but we made it ours. We made it ours, you know. So it's like it's time to make this ours. It's time to make it in our way and for people to respect it and if they don't we demand it you know and and the youth will respect that the youth will follow that man um they just will i know they will it's in my heart man <laughs> and that right there brother is the essence of today's conversation as we get back into this next block though it's going to be stenjati released back in 2020 uh, it's produced by smoky days beats it's loud and clear turn it up and sing along you're listening to I've been up all night drinking whiskey Popping all these pills, feeling drifty Smoking this weed, feeling lifted Talking to God like, can you really hear me? Loud and clear Loud and clear Loud and clear Loud and clear been up all night drinking whiskey, popping all these pills, feeling drifty, smoking this weed, feeling lifted, talking to God like, can you really hear me loud and clear, loud and clear, loud and clear, loud and clear. If life's ever fair, who decide who go, who stay? Will the sunshine come out, or will it just rain again today? The first day's the hardest, but we've all had some hard ones, yeah. We all got our problems, we all have crosses to bear, but we know who don't. They all say they writers, liars. They all say they fighters, criers. They all say they have your back. But in the end, they neglected that fact, oh yeah. Loyalty is scarce, it's very rare. You can't find it, it's anywhere. And all the wolves and snakes congregate with the sheep's mask on while they feeding on the fear of the prey. I'm searching for answers, please God. I'm searching for reasons, but I ain't seen, ain't heard, ain't found a single one yet. Oh no, assume everybody on the shore. So I be alone by my lonesome, talking to this blank while I'm cussing at this battle like I don't give a like I'm free to chill, cause. I've been up all night drinking whiskey Popping all these pills, feeling drifty 
Smoking this weed, feeling lifty Talking to God like, can you really hear me? Loud and clear Loud and clear Loud and clear I just wanna know what the fuck is really happening What the fuck is really going on? One day we all together and we're laughing The next day, you're gone It's truly hard, sometimes I don't believe it Just know if I don't like you, then I leave it So if I say I love you, then I mean it So if I say I love you, then I mean it They only wanna hear all the good news They only wanna see the racks and new shoes only wanna see you fell on you too. No, no, daddy man, they don't really love you. Sipping on this last drink, thinking, like what the hell are all these people thinking? They just want attention any way they can get it. Shameless and misery addicted. All my sins are so all allegedly. No, I'm not Christian. I'm not heavenly. Just a savage living so desperately A hostile pedigree My mama used to pray for me When I was up all night drinking whiskey Popping all them pills feeling drifty Smoking on that weed feeling lifty Talking to God like can you really hear me Loud and clear Loud and clear Loud and clear Loud and clear When you're up all night drinking whiskey Popping all those pills feeling drifty Smoking all that weed feeling lifty Just talk to God cause he can really hear you Loud and clear Loud and clear Loud and clear Loud and clear Custer wishes he would have ran like that Took off on his little legs But he didn't After reading the book, realized that I knew nothing about the American Indian And that everything we are taught about the American Indian Is wrong uh, It's inaccurate and our school books are uh, hopelessly lacking, perhaps criminally lacking, in uh, revealing what our relationship was with the Indians. When we hear, as we've heard throughout all our lives, no matter how old we are, that we are a country that stands for freedom, for rightness, for justice, uh, for everyone, uh, it simply doesn't apply to those who are not white. Uh, it just simply doesn't apply. And we were the most rapacious, aggressive, destructive, torturing, monstrous people who swept from one coast to the other, murdering and causing mayhem among the Indians. One Indian in the... <laughs> But uh, that isn't revealed, because we don't like that image of ourselves. 
Once they're gone, try overcoming the cannibals. Skabe, Asama, it's for all the brothers, all the sisters, the matriarchs, the fallen victims. Skabe, Asama, it's for all the children, the earth keepers, the birth givers, the songs are in them. Pull your drums out and let your soul speak. I sang a song last night, this is what it told me. Kill the hate and make sure your family witness it. Then you show them all the reasons we're indigenous. And you're listening to Gino on Native Voice One. How do you do? How are you? How you do? That thing you do. How do you do? How do you do? How are you? How you do? That thing you do. Pleasure Realm, released earlier in 2021. If you're just now tuning in, you're listening to Gyno. Uh, my featured artist today is Sten Jotty. Uh, we've gotten into a really deep conversation about listening to the youth, including all of them, all of their dreams, not making them choose between this or that, and allowing them to indigenize whatever space they want to occupy the way that they see fit. And I think uh, that, really, that really sums up 
what our conversation is about today. It also uh, kind of summarizes what Reservation Dogs is as well. Now, a lot of people, uh, I'm going to tell you this right now. I've been seeing nothing but greasy fry bread, greasy, greasy fry bread. Uh, you're a meme <laughs> now. You're a GIF already. Uh, you've obviously got some haters as a response to that. But what I'm really curious about uh, while we have a few more minutes is your take as an insider. What's going on with Reservation Dogs right now? Man, it's just a blessing to be a part of uh, Sterling Harjo and Taika Waititi's imaginations into reality of their lives. Um, they both created this story from pulled energies from both of their lives. And, um, you know, what's really crazy is some of these parts are written for certain individuals and some of these parts are just written and, and it, it's so relatable that the, the thing is, is that anybody can relate you know, and from any indigenous community. And that's why it, it was almost just like a community thing. It was like, because it is home for me. Oklahoma is home for me. Like, that's where I went. You know, that's where I grew up and I was raised there. So always going back there, I always have that home vibe. You know, a lot of my family still live there and yeah. everything. So um, when we got on set, that's the vibe it was, man. Mm. It was really just like, I mean, other than the pandemic situation, we all had to wear masks, we all had to be tested, and we all did all that. And, and you know, other than the masks and stuff, it really felt like just being at home with the, your family, like a family reunion vibe, man. And that's, that's what I liked about it. And then the stories um, are, so, are so us, man. Mm. I mean... It just it just is. And whether you are from Oklahoma or whether you're from uh, territories or reservations elsewhere, um, you're you know, that's the one thing about it is that it's not necessarily just for Oklahoma natives. Right. Like this is that's why a lot of them. That's why not everybody has an Oklahoma accent in the show sure. because we want You know, I think they wanted to touch on um, a diverse community and be general in in what reses they're representing, you know, and they wanted it to be kind of a, a generalization of of you could be that kid or, you know, that could be my kid or my auntie or, you know, and they 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 really wanted to pull that in as well as, you know representing Oklahoma all through the, the show is, is something. But still, um, I believe they really wanted to uh, represent indigenous culture in today's society, period. And, and it's just awesome to be a part of it. Um, it was very, very fun. And at first I was really nervous, you know. I didn't know how to, how to go about this. This was my first time acting ever. Oh. So, yeah. Um, so when that happened, it was just really overwhelming and kind of got – uh, anxiety there at first, and <laughs> first in the first shoot, like sure. they had me in the grocery store. You can kind of see my nerves. I can see my nerves. Everybody else says they like it, and I, I'm I'm grateful that everybody really digs it. But like, I can kind of see my nerves, and um, and you know, certainly pulled me over and said, "Hey, man," and this really helped out. This was different. This was something that I heard he did for other actors there on set, mm -hmm. and um. He just pulled me aside, man, and said, hey, bro, hey, man, just breathe. And he's like, dude, I wrote this shit, man. Uh, you can do whatever you want, you know. <laughs> just, just say it how you want to say it, bro. Yeah, yeah. And so, so that kind of loosened me up right there. And, um, you know, I just kind of did my thing. And, uh, you know, the, the takes that they used, uh, 
were definitely after he had told me that. <laughs> so it was, it was, um, it was, uh, it, it was a good experience, man, for my first acting job ever. And, you know, a lot of people spend their whole life, like standing in line for auditions to even be on a commercial, man. And I just want to, you know, put it out there to Sterling and, and, uh, mid thunder casting that cast me for the show. Um, just, I'm grateful and thankful that you guys noticed me and noticed my hard work, wherever it may have been. Uh, Little Mike and Funny Bone, I think they dropped my name somewhere during, you know, a meeting or something. Cool. So shout out to them if, if, if you know, they had something to do with me being a part of it, man. Uh, you know, I really love them guys, man. They're some good bros. And yeah, man. I mean, just all around awesome, man. And, and to see us on that big screen see us uh just being us and whether the haters are hating or not and accents or or you sound this way or that For way sure. you know what man um literally sterling just told pretty much everybody to be them and they just hit record man <laughs> yeah. and and that is the best way because you can't you can't really act who you are you know, you just are who you are. And that's what I think he captured with this show. I think he captured these actors being themselves, man, in the most raw form. And we were able to. We didn't have to act um, like we were driving or riding a horse back and had feathers in our hair, you know. <laughs> and we didn't have to do the Kevin Costner thing, you know. Exactly. You know, no disrespect, but you know what I mean? Like, we're getting as far away from the 1800s as possible. And... What his, what we're what Sterling and Tyke is doing right now is like setting the bar that you're not going to be able to go backwards, right? You're not going to be able to give an indigenous director scripts where natives die, or where you know we're not the hero and we're not the main character. Right. You know, it's time for us to be our own heroes and get away from the white savior movies and TV shows and ideas that we need some help from somebody that we can't do it ourselves and i think that's the main issue for our youth to see that and some of our young adults and even elders to see that that you you don't have to be afraid anymore to tell your kids they can be their own heroes mm. you, they can do it and 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 you know just because of what maybe they have went through and were discouraged in the past it's it, it's over now and those opportunities are going to start to arise where we get those chances to be our own heroes yeah. we get to be we, we get to be our own authors to our own story and and we get to tell our perspectives and that's a huge thing man and and i i talk to the creator every day and i, I put my prayers out there man for all the youth that are going through hard times and do feel lonely and feel like nobody understands them and if you're listening I just want you to know that you're not alone and I feel you and never give up ever because your circumstances are not your conclusion to your life and you can do anything you want. 
I think you're absolutely right that what we're seeing right now is a new chapter being opened up. And I hope it's uh, not only setting that bar, but I hope it's also releasing that floodgates because it's long overdue, brother. Uh, We're about out of time right now. I guess I do have one last question for you. Uh, Where can people find you at? Yeah, man. uh, Sit at Sinjati everything. So just you can just Google me if you need to. S-T-E-N. J-O-D-D-I. Um, I'm on every music app. If you're looking for music, YouTube for videos. Um, you can follow me on my music page on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all that. It's all Sinjati. Um, and that's it. There's no extra numbers or abbreviations or nothing. <laughs> I can't thank you enough for being a guest on today's show. And it's a long overdue conversation. I do want to say this to listeners one last time before officially saying goodbye. Uh, I know that the podcast version of our conversation today is going to have a lot more uh, than what we're able to put on for time constraints on the FM. So be sure to go check out gynomusic.fm as well. Once again, Stenjati, thank you so much for coming on the show today. And uh, it's great to see all your hard work pay off. I'm going to keep watching this star continue to rise, and, and I hope we can talk soon. Yeah, Mado, Mado, Mado. Yeah. Stick Jotty. Kale. Dream catchers. Come on. Yeah, dream catchers catching dreams. Obstacles on the road, less travel and lots of hardships. Up the river with no paddle. Haters out there lurking, they out there on the chase. Backstabbing ass friends with smiles upon their face. Huh? Where you come from? Where you been at? Who you come with? How you get that? More problems than money. So finding the time to get that. More family, more homies. So finally time to kick back. Times like these really making me feel so thankful. In times like these really making me feel so able to keep my head up. Hit my goals upon the table, reaching for my dreams, surpassing all these fables. Yeah, dream catchers catching dreams. Hit the struggle for the yeah, hungry for them dollar bills. Times getting hard. Well, that's life, that's life. You know you gotta roll with it, punching. Drop off, whiskey bottle nightmares and jailhouse mornings. 
losing a loved one helps you realize what's so important. Tattoos for all that passed away. Marijuana roaches in the ashtray. I'm chasing all these dreams, yeah, I'm trying to catch them. This game is full of the snakes and I'm just trying to count on my blessing. I know it's not hard to beat, but there's really no need for stressing. So never take it for granted. Our time here is so precious and the time it gets depressing. And most don't understand it, so live your bucket list. Cause there's nothing like the present child. Yo, this is Ben Dottie, and you're listening to Gino on Native Voice One. Hey, it's little funky man. It's little Mike and Funny Bone. Mike Bone. A young Buffalo horse. Yeah. Get ready. Get live. Get high. Let's hey. go. Hey. Let's hey. ride. Hey. Hey. Mm. Hey. Dance to the beat. Dance to the beat. Hey. Spread a little love, spread a little truth. Give it life, purpose. 
promise to be the best version of you. No drug, no drug abuse. And now I need a drink to make it thing to get loose. Loose, so come on, dance in it. Put a song on repeat, cause it's a jam in it. Gonna move on the floor, don't just stand in it. Ha. Look to the sky, put your hand in it. Put your, put your hand in it. I'ma stay live, pride of my tribe. Dreams on the rise, don't be fooled by my size. When I'm at the party, I ain't standing on the side. So when I get to move and get the feel in my vibe, we gon' shake your face, drop in the bass. Step in the place and hit him with the grape. Hit him with the fire, hit him with the blaze. Sweat on the stage and the spirits go crazy. past episodes of Gyno, log on to gynomusic.fm or nb1.org. Also, to discover more music from incredible indigenous artists, be sure to check out the Native Artist Directory at nativeartistdirectory.com. This Gyno is dedicated to the memory of Shiloh Etsidi of the Danaf people. Your Onondawaka family is going to miss you. We recognize you, brother, and keep on dancing in the sky. Too many of our young ones are stepping off too soon. If you're suffering, don't suffer in silence. Reach out, and we can be medicine for the people.
Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.